Welcome to TwoQuestions.tv. My guest today is Danny Gutknecht, and we're talking about the importance of meaning at work. TwoQuestions.tv. Brief questions, deep knowledge. For executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to TwoQuestions.tv. I'm Susan Barancini Mo. Joining me today is Danny Gutknecht, the CEO of Pathways and author of this book, Meaning at Work and Its Hidden Language. Oh, here, we'll move it up for you viewers, <laughs> which explains how meaning is a fundamental human drive, how it can be understood, tapped, and used for profound application in business and society. Hi, Danny, welcome to the show. It's nice to be here, Susan. Danny, I told you before we started recording, this is one of my absolute favorite books on this subject and possibly could be one of my favorite books of this entire year so far. It goes deeper into this subject than anything I've ever seen. And I've read a lot of books on this subject. <laughs> and it's just so much more in-depth. So it, it's so much more of a deeper processing of the concept. We usually see it handled up here, and it's really so rich and so deep. And I'm so grateful for this book. I genuinely believe it should be on every leader's desk. Phenomenal Thank work. Thank you. In the book, you talk about potential. You talk about that people will often choose a job. I mean, I think once those fundamental needs are covered, right, people will choose a job based on seeing something in that job that makes them think that their potential could be realized there. Why is that potential so important to us? Well, it's because it's what we resonate with. If you think about it from a um, from what an infant does, you could, if you have children, you could put two children in the same environment and they'll both resonate with different things. Mm -hmm. And so when they go start interacting with those things, they develop um, an affection for them and skills mm -hmm. around interacting with them. And that just continues through schooling and then into the job force. And so when you start looking for jobs, you have this image in your mind of what you think can be the facilitation of the next step for you. Um, and, and a lot of people just get I think get a little confused that that's actually the journey. It's for you to curate your own skills. It's not to get meaning from the actual environment. The environment can provide a vehicle for you to achieve your meaning, mm -hmm. but it's not something that can, that can be given to you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So we're having this conversation about meaning at work everywhere, right? Like everyone's right. talking about make work meaningful, give people a purpose and all that. I probably had 10 guests on this show talking about this subject. But at the same time, and I never seem to be able to get to the heart of this, we're seeing companies use technology for hiring more and more. And it seems like those two things are going in different directions. And, and I wonder if you could talk a little about that. Is it going in two different directions? Or are we just weeding out the, the you know, separating the wheat from the chaff so that we can get to those more meaningful conversations? So, well, you know, what's interesting is part of, part of my journey was actually exploring how technology could solve this problem. Yeah. And it, it really can't. And, and the reason being is because technology is all based around science and it's based around um, efficiencies and things like that. If you think about it this way, think about applicant tracking systems. Mm -hmm. We've worked with companies where their applicant tracking systems are virtually untapped because yeah. it's doing all of the thinking for them. It's reduced a human being to a piece of paper. Yeah. And, if you, and, and what really killed American manufacturing back in the day was, were these large scale 
systems that homogenized and standardized everything. And yeah. today we're learning that as American manufacturing comes back, it's like, no, we'll use technology where we need it, but yet our unique approach to manufacturing is important. That's what companies have lost with, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with all of this technology for, for human resources or for actually people is they've homogenized that process of having a conversation and we've, and it's time for dollars and it's skills. And, you know, we forgot about, Hey, wh what are you passionate about? What do you really want to do? Yeah. Yeah. I, we're going to go rogue. I'm, I don't care. Two questions. I don't care. This is too important. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Sorry, viewers, but I have more things I need to know. So, um, so how do we, do a better job of that. I mean, I know your firm helps companies do that, but how do we get rid of these, these terrible automated systems and these applicant tracking systems? How do we get back to a place where, because I think we see these big companies using these systems and being sold a bill of goods that this is really gonna make you more efficient, but how do we, how do we get to a place where we go, yeah, you might be more efficient, but you're not gonna actually, you're gonna be efficient at getting the wrong people. Your, your heart is the thing that taps your potential. And um, that's a different language than efficiency. And so yes. there's a great model in the book that a friend of mine, um, Bajoy Goswami, who we started collaborating years ago and didn't even know we were working on the same topic. It's called yes. Human And that model gives us four lenses for which to view the world in. And so if you look at the just uh, the three the three other lenses, which and I'll, I'll break those down to languages and people that want to look at human fugue can go out there and look up the human fugue and he does a much better job than I can. Um, but the, we've got like, so for example, in medicine or technology, we've got a clinical language or a technical language. Mm -hmm. We've got a hierarchical language, a language of rights. We've got a business language, which marketing and, and profit and loss and all of that fall into. But the meaning language is, is something that we use most of the time, but yet we're unaware of it. And so the way that we actually get all of these things in perspective and we're able to leverage technology to actually its full potential is to, is to understand how meaning works, which is a lot like there's a great video online called a uh, reverse bicycle or something. And these engineers engineer a bicycle for this guy that when you turn it this way, the wheel goes that way. And when you turn it that way, the wheel goes this way. And it took him eight months to learn how to ride. Yeah. And, and that's, that's how differently meaning works and the skills that you have to develop to actually deal with meaning. And, and so we're so accustomed to going efficiency, speed, but meaning actually helps you speed up by slowing down, by right. taking breath, by, by having a connection with people. How do we, because, you know, when I, when I think about the people just that I know in my life, not my client, my clients are doing great, <laughs> doing great with meaning, doing great with connecting, all that. Um, but, but my, my friends and the people that I know in my life, I know so many people who are choosing jobs for salary. Like, I don't care anymore. I just want to make more money. And I don't care if I'm miserable during the day because it makes the rest of my life possible. So I'm just going to go for the next greatest salary or I just need a job or, you know, those kinds of things where meaning is almost irrelevant to them. They're not thinking about that at all. How do we take someone like that and go, I swear to you, if you, <laughs> if yeah. you search for, for more meaning, you'd be so much happier and it could still come with that paycheck, but it, 
how, what do we do with someone like well, that? You know, they, they feel that way until they have a traumatic event in life. Somebody close to them dies and then they start reevaluating meaning. Mm-hmm. And then they realize that, that, it, that life isn't about chasing the next dollar. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll give you a really good example. Um, we, do some, we do an interview called Essence Mining. Mm-hmm. And the whole, the whole purpose of Essence Mining is to get people into their meaning language and talking about what they really care about. And a lot of times we're in the place in a business where we actually need to be. You know, we've, we've, we've kind of made a gut decision. Um, I was doing this, I was, I was actually essence mining this hospice organization called Crossroads Hospice. And they had a, in one of their locations out of 11, they had a culture issue. And one of the ladies there that worked in billing, she didn't have anything to do with patient interactions or anything like that, but she would collect the Medicare payments for hospice. Mm-hmm. She was just telling me about how miserable the environment was, but she didn't care. She's like, I just, I just want to check. I just want, you know. I want to do my job, but I want to get out of here. And I, I asked her, I said, why don't you care? And she goes, well, perhaps you don't. My life has no meaning. And I said, well, what do you mean? And she said, well, two years ago, my husband got uh, cancer and over four months died. And then three months later, my only son, who I have a granddaughter with, and he, he, had, a, he had a wife, um, my only son had three heart attacks and died. Oh, no. Yeah. And she said, they meant everything to me and, and there's, there's no meaning in my life. And she goes, we, I was financially destitute. My granddaughter and daughter-in-law were financially destitute. And I said, well, what, what did you like, how did you find your way through that mess? And she said, well, finally, I just packaged up my, my bills, my uh, financial statements and, and, uh, and uh, sent those to, and the death certificates. And I sent those to the doctors and hospitals and they relieved my debts. And I said, I said, well, that's, that's awesome. And I said, now you were telling me when you were doing your job in billing that you were talking to a lot of the patients' families didn't know the difference between hospice, Medicare, the hospitals and things like that. I said, do you advise them on that at all? And she goes, well, I share my story with them and I tell them, you know, to how to negotiate and, to, and work those packets out. And I said, you know that at Crossroads, the nurses, the business is orchestrated around going above and beyond the economic equation to provide care. I said, do you know that you're doing that? Mm. And she said, she started crying and she said, no. that makes sense. She goes, she goes, I guess, I guess I do have some, I said, I know that it, it might be kind of cathartic. So I went back a couple of weeks later and I walked by her office and she walked out and she was like, Hey, I did another one of those packets. Well, I didn't do it. I just helped them. And I said, that's cool. I said, what, what happened? And she goes, well, actually, I just wanted to tell you that this time I didn't do it um, with so much pain. I did it with joy. Yeah. And, and so the realization that meaning is right there in front of us at all times. And that if we actually pay attention to it in our lives, we can, we can live a more enhanced and deeper existence. And, mm-hmm. and then the money things and other things get in perspective and they don't weigh us down and, and, and help, you know, and just bury our, our, yeah. our heart. So sometimes just look in front of you, it might be right in front of you and you don't even see it. Exactly. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, I could talk to you about this all day, but we don't have all day. And I'm sorry, that's true. Danny, where can folks find you? Uh, essence mine. Well, hashtag essence mining are all my social sites, but, uh, the book site is, uh, essence mining.com. Mm-hmm. 
you can also go to uh, my company is pathways.io. Um, I, I would, you know, if you want to read the book, great. Um, I'd also suggest hopping out to human fugue, uh, just typing in human fugue and, and, uh, com and going out to that site. But joy does a, a marvelous job of showing those domains. And that helps really get you into perspective that you have to deal with meaning on its own terms. Amazing. Well, I know what I'm doing with my afternoon. <laughs> you can go spend some time at that website. Would you like to join me on the after show? Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. Viewers, if you'd like to join Danny and me, we're going to the after show. It's on twoquestions.tv. That's the only place you can find it. So come with us. We're going over there. Now, in the meantime, here's the book. We're going to have links down below so you can get your copy from Amazon. So make sure you get this one. This is legitimately one of my top books for the year. Absolutely, no doubt about it. All right, thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. This has been twoquestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Barancini-Mo, visit us at www.twoquestions.tv.